Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back with another episode for season two. And today, I have the privilege of having on the couch the one, the only, Simba. What's happening? I get the round of applause. You get that round of applause here at Private Talk. We're official. Shout out to the people. Shout out to the people. Shout out to Alexis for having me. Thank you for coming on the Private Talk podcast. I appreciate you for, you know, taking the time. I know things are kind of crazy with schedules and whole COVID things. So making sure. And people make COVID hard. They make it hard. Make it hard. (laughs) Get a fucking test every two weeks. If you're not fucking, I mean, every, uh, get a test twice a week. If it's consistently negative, watch the people you're around, wear a mask. Especially, I mean, that's how I live my life. I think, you know, at this point, when we've come back into everything, into the reuniting ourselves with the world, in yep. a sense, especially, you know, doing season two, it was a big thing. It was like, how do we do this to where it makes sense? Because for me, it's like, I need the personal interaction. I can't have you on a Zoom thing. And it's like, we don't get the same Man. vibe. We don't get the same energy. Let me so. tell you some shit. I just dropped my project. Don't run from rap out right now. I was in Atlanta. Um, last week, and I had a release party, and I had to do literally 31 Zoom interviews. Literally, 31 Zoom. And thank God the people were great. You know what I mean? But it's so, like, depressing when you get on these Zoom calls with people and they just ask you these same cliche-ass questions. Like, So there was all interview-based Zoom things. It wasn't, like, yeah. business meetings, whatever. So it's like, see, that's how, for me, is like, I... Could have gone that route, but for me, I just, for this podcast, and it's like my baby, that I just, it didn't work out that way. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy we, you know, you, we COVID tested, we did it the, the safe sure. way, and we're here. And sure. Private Talk is going to get to let, get to get, get la, 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 I can't even talk now. Private Talk is going to get to know you a little bit more. For sure, for sure. So I introduce like yourself, too. and uh, let Private Talk know, you know, we know you're Simba, definitely, you're from the Bay. Definitely. Let us definitely. know about your new your project, Kevin. Definitely, I go by the name of Simba, for those who don't know, I'm from the Bay Area. Um, been doing music for a long time. As of recently, uh, I was reposted by LeBron James, and it it brought me a newfound glory of fans. Okay, nice. What did he so, repost of you? I did a freestyle, which was actually the uh, it was the lead off to my rollout for my project. So we went to the L.A. Leakers, mm-hmm. and I did a freestyle over the Nas Uchi Wally beat. And just the minute I posted it, the shit just went Fire. viral, like yeah. literally, like. It was like the first time I had two weeks ago, I had 47,000 followers. That's awesome. I posted that video within, I want to say, 45 minutes, I had 50,000 followers. Just double that. Now I'm at 140. Okay, okay. You know, so it's just. Flossing on the couch, a private talk. Okay, <laughs> good choice, good choice. No, shout out to LeBron, but it just shows the power of someone's influence you know i've and been social posted media itself, you know itself yeah i've been posted by a lot of people this year um shout out to fabulous fabulous gave me a repost snoop dogg gilly wallow so, so all based off of freestyle all based off freestyle so for the longest i've been trying to figure out how do i live on the internet with what's going on today so today you get a lot of these artists they dye their fucking hair all these different colors they'll jump off a fucking building to scream <laughs> that's not they're for you sh- yeah. I, don't, I don't get that vibe from you yeah they'll just <laughs> fucking chop their dick off of platinum record right pause but um i just couldn't get into that i couldn't be someone that just like 
does these antic things that's not about the music. So I was like, how can I make this about the music? So I was like, let me just try to like get on here and rap. So I started getting on my Instagram and I'm freestyling. And one day Fabulous does a cold summer challenge back in April when the Corona thing finally hit, uh, when it first hit and um, he reposted it and it just, people start just tapping in, bro, I'm fucking with you, I'm fucking with you over here in New York. So I started realizing around May, like, oh shit, everybody's at home with nothing to do. We've got that. They can't show the money. They can't they can't flex the fake four hundred thousand up the arm. <laughs> they can't sell the Rafe right now. They can't be in the club, right? So all the things people have to hide behind because their music actually fucking sucks. You can't hide behind it right now because everybody's in the fucking house. So I'm like, I'm about to just rap every day. I'm about to just get on the fucking internet and rap every day. So I just start freestyling, freestyling, freestyling. Next thing you know, Snoop repost. Gilly, Gilly and Wallow call me. I link up with them. We do some. L.A. Leakers hit me like, yo, we've been seeing you kill these freestyles. I go up to the L.A. Leakers, kill it. The shit goes viral. Two hours later, LeBron posts it. So now everybody's like, who's this kid? Who's this kid? Oh, I've been seeing him. I've been knowing him. He's been doing this thing. So with all that happening, it was like, I kind of already had my project ready to go, but we just didn't know kind of when to release it with the COVID thing and, you know, how to play everything. We can't tour right now and work the world. And it's hard as a new artist because you need to be in front of people. People can't just hear a song and be like, I'm a fan. They need to get to know you. So it's only so many interviews you could do and so many podcasts. It's only so many Alexis's that will let a young player like <laughs> me come up here and talk. Well, thank you. Right. Thank you. So you need the road. So the fact that we couldn't hit the road, we was kind of skeptical on when to drop it. But when the LeBron thing happened, it was like, yo, we got to drop this shit. Like, yeah. We got to let it go. So we literally got the project out last Friday, which was December 4th. And um, we did a million streams in a week. That's amazing. Like my first time ever getting a million anything. How did that make you feel inside? Like you it first you a, go from people, you know, reposting people that you were fans of and yeah. really like, you know, the culture of all that. And how did that make you feel to have a first million? It was a moment of validation. Um, I feel like, you know, when a rapper gets his first million views or million streams or first million records. So it's kind of like when an NBA player makes or gets drafted. Right. So you get drafted to the NBA or the NFL, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a superstar. That just validated the fact that you're good enough to play in the league. Right. So I got a million streams, which validated the fact I'm good enough to make music and put it out. Now it's a whole nother level. You got to take now it. You got to keep up that consistency of that. like that. What your hustle and drive got you to where you were to have LeBron and fabulous and all these, you know, great people repost your things and exactly. get your recognition exactly hard exactly. work exactly that's what it's about it the process but i think that it's cool you know it was social media in, in general and everybody's had to have to kind of change their business motto of things it's because at first you you know you held back on not know, knowing when to release something because of you didn't think that it would get the right amount of presence and yeah. you know notoriety as it was but i think everything happens for a reason and organically and the internet kind of pushed it itself even more and yeah. made it you know successful because i feel like social media and you know free advertisements in a sense is what kind of sets us apart from the bar and then just kind of keep on going to the top with it facts and that's what like i tell people all the time like i'm sure you get it how do i start a podcast how do i rap how do i get in the studio just start 
Yeah. And it's also, though, too, is like people, I feel like it's also because this time that we've had so much time at home, it's like people want to do those things, but it's not cut out for everybody. It's not cut out. And you have to, like you said, is if people were hiding behind their music because of the fake this, that, and whatever, it's I can't fake anything. I'm talking to somebody. It's my, it's it's the organic, you know, chemistry and energy that I have with my guests and things like that that you can't really fake any of that. So it's like it kind of separates the tone of who should have a podcast or a music career or any of those, you know, facility. Like, us just being in here, it shows your love for what you do, right? So it shows the fact that, like, you're not going to let people you invite come into something that doesn't represent you the right way. So from Facts. the minute I walked in, I already knew this building, right? I've shot videos here. I've had You have friends. memories in this building. Yeah, if so the walls like, could oh, talk. shit, like, she's over <laughs> here, like, dope. And then we come in, and it's like, you got your cameras going, your lights going. So it take most people just a year to go buy a light. For sure. Right. A year to go by. For camera. me, anything I do, I want to be the best at what I do. And I'm really, you know, into my crafts of each, you know, I was in the adult industry for a long time. And I feel like, you know, I made my mark into that. And I, you know, don't have any qualms of that at all. I feel like that's what kind of pushed me into this. You were in the adult this. industry. I was. I didn't know that. I was. I would love to talk about that. I mean, we we're going to talk about that because these walls could talk. You said that you have all these stories. You have music videos. Yeah. You've had friends that lived here. You had yeah. all these things. And private talk is about getting to know the private, intimate things about For you, sure. Simba. So sure. tell us some of those stories. I feel like you you, you kind of got shocked because uh, you said porn star. And then you're like, oh, my God. Because you stopped earlier with the story of two porn girls were trying to sexually... Sexu- Assault, assault you in this location in this location not my exact location but yeah, in this, not here but not in this here. building it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't my house we just met we just met it wasn't her it was two other girls who named shall remain anonymous but do but, we have to i want the truth can we get initials can we get I'm a, not a i'm not a guy that can you kisses just, and tells can you describe them to me i don't like the talk Were they and tell, big booties like big titties just oh, yeah, it, was, it was it was beautiful like one of them was like more petite and the other one was more, you know, big breast, big booty. Curvy. Like, yeah, very curvy. All right, so set the tone. Let's hear what happened. How did you feel like two porn girls were trying to sexually assault you? In an so under- I was actually under- talking to this girl, right? I had just moved to L.A. Was she one of the girls? Yes. Okay. I had just moved to L.A. And I feel like anybody who just moves to L.A., you immediately go to Hollywood to figure out what's going on, Right. So I'm in Hollywood. I just moved. I'm from the Bay Area, right? Got a couple dollars on me. So I'm like, let me move around and see what's going on. So for the first year in L.A., I'm just buying tables, right? And I'm not realizing that, like, this shit is attracting the wrong type of woman, right? I'm trying to attract business and find people. And you're getting Tatiana's everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) So you might see Tiger over here in Penthouse. you like, ooh. Let me get the table next to Tiger because motherfuckers go no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm here. Networking. But what happens is all the girls who can't get in Tiger section <laughs> falls in your shit. So you're getting the C's and D's. You're getting the C. No, I'm getting bad B's and B minuses. Bad B's and B minuses. Tiger got all A pluses and A minuses over here. I'm getting the friends you, that's B pluses and like. That's not a bad, pr- no, you know bad, what I mean? Pretty girls, like pretty beautiful girls, right? I'm getting them. Here's the thing. The problem becomes when you're dealing with a girl, and this is what I learned from moving around out here, right? These girls in L.A., well, I can't say L.A., Hollywood, right? They find the angle. So they see, okay, this guy goes out. He got the cars. He do this. He do this. We can latch on to him, and our Instagrams is lit every night. 
right? That's what you think it's about, the follows and likes? Our Instagram is lit every night. My Snapchat is lit every night. Everywhere I go, people are going to know me because I'm in a section, right? I'm with the pop. You're seeing me, right? So what happens is I start realizing this shit. So I start, like, pulling away a little bit. I start, like, slowly texting girls back. I would text them, like, an hour before the party was over. Like, oh, yeah, we pulling up right now. So I know by the time they get there in 30 minutes, (laughs) we finna walk out. They're all across the other club and looking at you like you're lying ass. (laughs) I'm peeping it, right? So this girl, I think she realized I was realizing what they were doing. So she calls me one day. She's like, yo, you should come over. Right? She's like, I got a friend over here. So she puts the FaceTime up, and the friend is, like, twerking. Just big ass. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I would, out there. I would love to hit this, right? <laughs> I would love to take this shit down. So I'm like, send me the address, right? I pull up. I go to the store. I get a bottle. Mistake. They was already fucked up. I should have I never got the bottle, right? What is your bottle of choice? It depends on the type of girl I'm dealing with. Or the type of night? I think it's the type of girl. Okay, what girl, type of girl situation was this? This was a Casamigos night. Okay, we'll give it to what some girls. Going. You have to get the forty-two or the Clase Azul. Okay, this was a forty-two night. <laughs> okay, no, no, this wasn't. No, this was, was a like, Casamigos okay, night. Okay, this was a Casamigos night. Okay, right. So I get there, I get there, and they like you know they lingerie up all the shit. So my initial thought is okay, I'm about to I'm about to get drunk and I'm about to just like wild out on these fucking. Have girls. you ever been in a threesome situation at this point? Give me a lighter. I get a lighter? Got you. Yes, I had an amazing threesome. And you know what I learned about threesomes? What? Sharing is caring? The less attractive girls give the best threesomes. Because they want to be the one that shows out? No, they got something to prove. That's why they want to be the one that shows out. They got something to prove. The pretty girls sit there and act like the threesomes for them. I used to have porn scenes like that, like be like the one girl in the corner just like rubbing herself and like not doing anything. No, work. I'm cool with that. I'm not. I could do the girl rubbing herself. The no, part I can't. It's gonna be like a participation thing. Like, I and then it's not a that. threesome. Then what's the point I of that? I agree with that. But every girl is different. So every girl's sex meter may be lower than the next, right? So Your it may pink. take it may take different <laughs> things to get her off. So she might need to see you to. Are you a sexual expert? Oh no. Oh no. 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 <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe I'll, my sexual expertise will help you throughout this interview, and we'll, we'll put you up another class. What does it take to be a sexual expert? We're gonna figure it out at the end of this podcast. Let's figure it out. We're gonna I figure it out together. Like All right. So they figured you were in so, this whole thing. So I get there, right? Boom. I come in. They dress down. I'm like, okay, this is this is. We about to have some fun. Is it automatically like we're fucking? They're walking down Soon the door. I, yeah, like, they're like, like trying to rip your clothes could, off. No, they, they wasn't doing out? that. They wasn't okay. like ripping it off. But it was more of a we're horny. Let's get to it, right? Okay. So I'm rolling up a blunt. And it just gets very aggressive. And that's it gets probably- very aggressive and very sloppy. Okay. So it gets to the point where it's like they dancing on each other and like one's falling on the ground. Mm. You know what I mean? Sloppy. And then they like kissing each other. She's licking her cheek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's trying to take a shot at the fridge and Porno like run it wrong. into the pantry Whoa. and all this shit. So at this point, I'm like, this can become a bad thing, right? Because I feel like anytime you're dealing with women and alcohol is involved, for me personally, I need to know for a fact that you're coherent and that you're and you dumb. know what you're doing. 100. 
because I don't want to wake up in the morning and something happened and then you didn't remember and now we dealing sure. with this whole thing. So for me, it was uncomfortable, even though it was very, it was hard to, you know, develop that discipline in the moment, but it was just uncomfortable because they was very intoxicated. So I'm trying to leave. I'm like, man, y'all a little turned up. Like, let's, let's get up tomorrow. They're like, no. Now they're offended. No. Like, I'm getting up. They pushing me back on the couch, right? Like, to the point I had to grab one of their wrists. Like, yo, like, chill out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, chill. She grabbing me. The girl, the thicker one, swings on me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shit's getting crazy. Like, she gets mad. Like, what type of nigga don't want to fuck? Woo. And just swings on me. Right? So I'm like, yo. You feel me? I push him off, grab my shit as I'm walking out, boom, I'm walking down the hallway. They coming down the hallway calling me all kind of bitch-ass niggas, all this shit, right? So I get on the elevator. I leave the next day. Next day, the girl who initially called me over called me. She apologized. Everything was cool. Um, But it was just an uncomfortable thing. Now, I would have loved for it to work out. But I respect you as a, as a man like that to me as if I was in your situation and with everything going on in the world and just in just who, like human nature, like that's not going to turn me on. It's yeah. going to unless I'm in that situation where we all got turned up together, yeah. then I could really make something, you know, a sense of it. But it's still exactly. like, you know, you know, it's, it's accountability of knowing like, OK, maybe tonight it's not the night. You're not making my dick hard because you're fucking falling all over the place. And it I'm not trying to take like, you to the hospital. It wasn't even like they didn't make my dick hard. My no, dick but that situation. Blow. But the situation doesn't make your dick hard when you're having all these thoughts in your head that, that in the morning it's going to be this, that, or whatever, when you don't really know, you know, okay, the situation, you, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. that to me is, it's a liability. Why yeah. put yourself in a situation you don't need to when you can fuck her tomorrow? Facts. So Facts. it's like. That was my whole thing with it. If y'all serious, we could do this tomorrow. Yeah. We could do this tomorrow. So it was just, it was just kind of uncomfortable. Um. But shout out to them, man. You know, hope. But you haven't. You shouldn't have to. Like, you can't. You didn't tell us our name, so mm -mm. you know, you can't even give an initial. Hey, we, the private talk podcast. We can help you, like, make this happen again. I'm sure you could just hit them up and be like, "Hey, you know, I just remembered this story. I just talked about you. Like, let's reminisce. <laughs> let's take nah, this back." I think we should. You know, it's wherever they are. I hope they're doing good. But I'm trying to. Trying to elevate in life, and like like I said earlier, but I don't think that makes were, you not elevate. That just makes like you have fun. Those were B pluses and B minuses. Oh, so now we on I another now we on another level. I need A's. I need A's. After need that A's. million views, now we need A's. I need A's. That goal, that goal energy. I just did the private talk podcast. I need A's. <laughs> I like that energy. What does your name start with again? Mm -hmm. A. a. Mm -hmm. I need A's. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that energy a lot. So, who were some of your inspirations? Getting into the game and, you know, the industry like that. You know, you said LeBron was as far as obviously basketball. Fabulous. Was he someone that you were a fan of prior to? Definitely. It's crazy because I was actually signed to a previous label and they used to try to call me like the West Coast Fabulous. And I used to be mad because it was like, I never want someone I look up to, like looking at me as someone calling them the next of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I feel like that's kind of lame. You're your um, own person. You're yeah, super. You got to make you know, your own lane. But definitely, uh, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. Uh, Jada Kiss. Fab, of course. Uh, Tupac, Biggie. You know, uh, Ice Cube, DMX, Eminem. All the greats. I Who would you want to, if you could right now work with anybody, would it be? The Lover Boy. The Lover Boy? My man, Drizzy. Drizzy, I like it. Drake, shout out to Drake. I really believe Drake is um, 
people get mad at me because I say the. So I'm going to correct myself today on the Private Talk Podcast. I like how you go low with like that tone with me because I do that too at the Private <laughs> Talk Podcast. Um, Tell us here what Drizzy does for you. To me, he's <laughs> one of the greatest artists ever. Facts. Ever. And not just from a musical standpoint, to be able to come in the game and to be signed to a Young Money, Cash Money, Universal, have Jay Prince involved with rap a lot, and you fulfill those contracts, and you consistently put out great music and consistently put out hits for 11 years of my life straight. Like, that's that's something that I haven't seen since Jay-Z, right? So for me, um, as of 2009, when it comes to Drake, it's like I haven't, I haven't heard a whack song. I haven't mm-hmm. heard a whack album. I haven't heard a whack verse. You know? So it's just like I got a lot of respect for him because that's something that I try to model. What I do after when I go in there and write verses, I think Kendrick wouldn't take this off. Drake wouldn't take this verse off. J. Yeah. Cole wouldn't take this verse off. So let me let me go hard like they would go hard. What is your what would you say would be a, your number one Drake song? That's hard. Um There've been so many great ones. Damn. You have one that sticks out in your mind that you play on repeat maybe in the morning. Your morning routine. Here's what I'll say. I won't say this is my favorite song, but I have a favorite moment in life because of this song. And it's Take Care with him and Rihanna on the uh, Take Care album. Do you uh, do you want to tell Private Talk with that? I was Explain just talking why. to a girl that I was really into at the time. And we actually went to Drake's concert and... um he performed that song and we was just vibing and we ended up having sex that night. It was a whole moment. Yeah. So it was just a great night. And I feel like because of that song, it kind of like made it that much better. Yeah. yeah. There's be songs like that where either like puts you, takes you there or like every single time after you're like, Oh yeah. Cause it was, it was like our current situation. Like everything he was saying, I was there for you. I would care for you. I keep thinking you just don't know. Trying to run from that. Say you're done with that on your face. Girl, it just don't show. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was like everything he was saying, it was like, this me and her relationship right now, like currently in the moment. It all clicked. It clicked in that moment. For and sure. then you had sex to commemorate that moment. Yeah, it was a great night. Sex is a beautiful thing. We actually had a great year together. Um, Only a year? Yeah, it didn't last, but shout out to her. So are you single right now at this moment? Are you in a relationship? How is, how is that going for you? I got a life partner. A life partner? Yeah. So does that mean that you're in an open relationship? Or explain to Private Talk what a life partner is. Because I know what it would mean to me, but everybody's life partnership is a little bit different these days. A life partner is someone that understands you and you understand them. I feel like um, sometimes you start off as friends and relationships fuck up friendships. Right? So you might start off as a friend. Like, let's say uh, I meet a girl, we start off as a friend. We kicking it, we hanging out, you know, we go eat, we do things that's fun. And then the, and then there comes this point in time where she wants to elevate you over most dudes she talk to and you want to elevate her over most girls you talk to and everything like that. So y'all need some type of title, right, to feel exclusive to each other, to feel like this is not the ordinary relationship I'm in. So you give that title and with those titles comes expectations. So now when you don't call right you're not even calling less you're just not calling as much now right but you calling just how you would call when y'all was friends 
But now it's a relationship thing. So you're supposed to call three, four times a day, right? <laughs> so now this thing becomes like a job, right? It becomes a job to, like, check in and, like, make sure she's secure. And that takes the fun and the friendship out of it, right? So with me, I always, like, you know, look for someone or, you know, a companion that I could be friends with and we could grow with each other. You could grow with your life. I could grow with mine. And we could come together and live in that moment when we need to. But I can't be with someone where I'm always growing. This person's staying here or she's always growing and I'm staying here because you kind of always need that person for something. But if y'all kind of doing your own shit, you know what I mean? Y'all could always bring it back together when it's time to. I believe in that to a point, and obviously that's your own, you know, your opinion, and it's a for beautiful sure. thing. But it's like balance, you know. Sure. I need, I need all of these things and that togetherness because it's like, when do you compromise just being no accountability for any actions or not? And some people don't need yeah. that. It's perception, and it's all in what you. That's why I say everybody's rules are a little bit different. What your bond is, nobody could take that away or whatever. And you kind of probably monitor the way that you handle certain other women in different situations sure. based off of that, sure. which is nothing wrong with that. It's just like at the certain time when it's all watered and said and done, certain people need certain things and some people can, can remain to stay on the same path and it just never needs to be. I easy. agree. With, I agree with that. I, I'm more so saying like, like um, when you, when you kind of like, how could I say this? Like when you talking or dealing with someone not more so, like, you can't just be an asshole. Like, you can't just say because we have a title of we talk now, I'm still going to fuck other girls and, like, Well, I think it's at this point dude. in our lives, too, it's about respect. Exactly. And it's about respecting, you know, My point. regardless of if it's a woman or friendship, you know. So when you were speaking on accountability, that's why I brought that up. Because it's like, you can't just be moving as a dirtbag and then expecting her but some people to want move right. But some people that in their relationship, that's okay. If that's what you choose to do and your the other partner's being understanding, then that sometimes Yeah, now if they understand it, and that's fine. But that's again where the thing if you were to go right now, if find another female and you clicked with this person, that person would have an issue with that? Or would you could be a relationship that's open and you all together mesh? Yeah, I think so. You can be in a polyfly relationship. I don't know about that. <laughs> but you know, could, could you handle two girls at one time in a relationship? I think so. You think so? Maybe even four. Even four? That's a lot. I don't even think I can. Do I don't even think I can handle one other one besides myself. I feel like you know, females. We can be difficult sometimes. No, nah, handling four females is a lot. Um, I'm really right now just talking shit. You're talking shit. Um, well, we talk shit here at Private Talks. It's okay. No, nah, no. Well, there's a little bit of truth in between all of that. Definitely, stuff. definitely. But it's definitely hard to deal with two women. Like even like you know being younger and like cheating. That shit is hard to, like, balance. So when you start being honest about it, like, oh, I'm talking to this girl, I'm talking to this girl, now you're giving them a choice. Now, if they accept the choice, they accept the choice, right? But at the same time, you have to respect the fact that they accepted the choice. You can't just be a dirtbag fucking this girl, fucking this girl, because you know she you allows you to You say that, but there's a lot of dirtbags in the world. For sure. As for women, for sure. too, they do a lot of scandalous things when if you were to just be honest, and that's my thing, it's like, just be honest. If people, it's about people's feelings, you know, things like that, and the kinds of accountability. Nobody wants to get their feelings hurt. You yeah. Know? If you're you honest about it, like, I don't see nothing wrong with. It. I know plenty of people that's in open relationships, and it you works know? for them. Yeah, it works, but it might not work for other people. Whatever works for you is right. It's no such thing to me as right as right or wrong. It's like whatever works for you in your situation. If that's what works for you, that's what. That's works what for my you. motto is: to each his own. Yeah, if it doesn't bother me in my lifestyle, then more power to you. It's cool. Just keep, keep it, it real. Like, keep hey, it. this was going on. 
If you don't fuck with it, you don't fuck with it. If you fuck with it, cool. Have you ever, what's your craziest sex story? Oh, um, <laughs> when you say crazy, like. Crazy, sexy, cool. Are you saying crazy, like craziest location, craziest like thing that happened? We'll get to, you know, in a little bit, we're going to do a game called Truth with Texas. And I'll, and I'll get to that, uh, the specifics wise. But I want to know the craziest like sexual encounter, not place, just acting and whatever. <laughs> you're, you're sexual. I had a threesome on a balcony. Threesome on a balcony? Was it in this building too? No, no. <laughs> I feel like this building is doing it for it you. In, it was in Vegas. Cosmo? Uh, Aria. Aria. Okay. Did you... Was no. It wasn't the Aria. It was... I'm like, there's not very many balconies that are open these days. It was... It might have been the Cosmo. Cosmo? I mean, it's got a nice view. The this was like there. years... This was years ago. Like Years ago? I don't really remember it vividly, but... Yeah, I had a threesome on the balcony. Was it how crazy? Why was it crazy? Was it because people were watching? Was it because it was just outside, like public sex wise? I think it was because it was outside and it was just like the scenery. You know what I mean? It was just like you just like, like really having like, an intimate moment with two women. It's not even like. But how I'm can he be man. real intimate in a threesome? Easy. Intimate? Yeah. Maybe intimate to me. Especially if you is like different. them both. I guess. So you could be in a three a three way relationship. Yeah. Equal parts of you, Simba, can be, like, distributed through all the, the family <laughs> to make every woman satisfied in a different way. You can't satisfy every woman, but you can satisfy the ones you like. So I, you sound like a particular type of person. Like, you're not just, like, doing a one-night stand situation. Like, you really, like, have to like this person to, like, yeah. get down. Yeah. Like, most girls I've dealt with, um, it's never been a first-night thing. So Even you're definitely not someone who eats pussy. Yeah, like, on the first time, like, first, the first. like, the first sexual encounter, like, you're not just going down and eat pussy. It depends on the, how much. How much time is girl. it? You need a six month period to, like, date this girl before it's you no, fuck her? It, it's not a time limit on infatuation. It's like, if you infatuated by something, you like something, and, you know. So each situation is a little bit different, basically, what you're yeah. saying. It could be, one can be like, oh, two days from now, we're all going to be this. If you like someone, and if you in the moment, and and this is what you feel like doing in the moment, and this person is making you feel like doing it, you're not going to think so like, nothing's oh, off the table, then. I got to wait six months. So then nothing's off the table, then. You'll uh, eat pussy, you'll eat ass, you'll eat it all. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Eat Is eating ass a, a, a pause? <laughs> I'm not against nothing no one wants to do. See, so you're you're an equal opportunist. I'm not against nothing no one likes to do. So you like to eat us? I didn't say I did. I didn't say I didn't. <laughs> no, you do. Got it. I want the truth! Yeah, I didn't say I did. I just feel like you're from your com or your answers and comments. It's more it's about like you're in a pleasing situation. It's more about a loving you have to have like. I gotta like you. For sure. And that's with me. I have to so like after you. being in porn, as long as I, you know, I was in porn, I did a lot of scenes. I did a lot of that. I was married in the industry. I stopped doing scenes about three to four years ago. So now for me, like, like in my personal life, I can't just like, I'm not a one night stand person. Like I can't just go to a club and see someone like, uh, like I have to like someone to get off to it. So like exactly. they call it demisexual now, here, person. Here's the thing. You can like someone very fast. Facts. It's about for me. It's about chemistry, energy, and all these things like that go in along with those things. Now, that's what if I you said. develop those things in a day? 
Well, I wasn't the one who said I don't fuck on the first date. You're the one who says that it's more that it takes time. Now I said it takes time depending on the girl. Okay, my my bad. I'll retract that because, yes, you did. Now you're walking me down this line. But, no, I get that. But for me, it's just, I don't know. For I don't feel like I've never been, I guess, in my situation where I've met someone in that short amount of time where I just want to fuck them and be like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't know. I think I'm more in my head about it, and I'm yeah. more, like, conscious yeah. about I feel um, like most women are, though. I guess. Most I mean, at this are. point in my life, I feel like, Some you know, girls is like, some girls is just fucking the fuck to get in a certain position. But girls who already got their position in life, I feel like they're like that. Like they kind of want to know who it is that they're fucking with. Yeah, I think everybody should know who they are. Like, who, I think who? everyone <laughs> should know that too, but you know, some people... But I get what you're saying, as far as like a little bit more than just like, oh, your name is... Some oh, people don't do. know who they are, but they know who someone else is. Yeah. So they might look to someone else to help them find out who they are. I think it's a sacred place. You shouldn't just be there if I don't know any of those things. I agree. Facts on facts. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to get back to my favorite part. It's called Truth with Texas. Private Talk, I hope that you're liking this episode. Make sure you subscribe, and we'll be back in just a second. All right, all right, Private Talk, we are back, and we still have Simba with us on the couch. Make sure you tell Private Talk where we can find your Instagram, where we can get your new project, so we can listen and be fans. Definitely. You can uh, find me on all socials, at the real Simba. That's Simba with a Y. T-H-E-R-E-A-L-S-Y-M-B-A. You could check out my new project, Don't Run From Rap. It's on all platforms. And I will say, I was listening to On The Way here to the podcast, and I'm quite a fan. I've only gotten to halfway through it, but the first three songs, I fuck with it. it. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I downloaded it. I'm ready for it. On the way way home, and I'll tell you how the rest of it goes. But I'm fucking with it. I promise you look like a number six girl. A number six girl? I got to tell you, look at the when I get off and let you know which one, but I feel like there was one that like stuck out already in my head that I was like, if you only heard number three, then but maybe it was not. Hold on. Let me see. I could tell you right now. I could tell you a number six girl. I'm a number six girl. Yeah. Oh, I like number three. Reality is. Yeah. You're number three. I did listen too. to six too. the God of love with, with Ty Dolla Sign. I did, but uh, reality is, is I think the one that st- stood out the most and big homie. Okay. I fucked with that too. Just the lyrics. Sure. I feel like lyrically, Pretty epic with it. For sure. Hopefully you can I give private it. talk, you know, maybe a little something about Miss Texas after we're done with your Truth with Texas, if you, you still fuck with it. I got you. All right, are you ready for Truth with Texas? <laughs> Let's get it. I feel like, you know, we, we've been warming you up to this to this part of the episode where we're going to do Truth with Texas. Are you not shy? You're not scared yet? Are you good? Let's go. All right. She said warming you up. Warming you up. <laughs> When we warming you up in private talk. That means we're about to get some crazy questions. We're about to get a crack in. Are you ready? So, <laughs> all right, come on. Let's go. All right, pick a card, any card, but you're going to pick all of them at the end of this. Ace of hearts. Of hearts is a romantic question. Okay. I feel like, you know, you've, your your question or your answers have been kind of somewhat romantic. Of really? Kind of. A little, a little smoothness of it all. Okay. Do you have a playlist when you're getting down and freaky in the moment? Do you have like something that you put on every time that gets you in the mood? It's the same. same I'm gonna say the <laughs> same thing. It depends on the girl. Okay, w- let's break this down now. Earlier, you said in your story that it depends on the girl when it came to like what kind of bottle you were getting. Yeah. What does a Casamigos type of girl mean? And what kind of girl is that? A Casamigos type of girl is like a girl that's like classy but ratchet. 
No bougie. <laughs> Just classy ratchet. She's not bougie at all. She's like classy ratchet. Okay. Right? <laughs> the 42 in Casamigos is like, she's bougie. She's bougie? She's bougie. A little I'm bit. like in the classy ratchet eye of Casamigos. <laughs> I was like, where does this go? <laughs> I generally really didn't like tequila before, but yeah. So, not a Casamigos but- Reposado. Okay, let's take me out of the equation. I just had to add that part in there. But 1942 and Azul, that means it's the same type of girl? Um, or is there It's other? a different type of girl, but they're both bougie. They're just bougie. So the 1942 girl is like... New booty bougie? I want a Chanel bag. Okay, she's the expensive. The Cla- Amigo girl, Clase girl is like, uh, take me to the Louis store. Okay. Mm, that makes sense? Yeah and no. But like very okay. very similar, but slightly different. Like exactly. But that's it's what I'm like, saying, and that a reference for sure. I get one it, is just like, like you got to go to extra mile because she's more so worried about the the name. Yeah, she's more so worried about the label. the The 1942 girl is the girl on Instagram with only pictures of her. <laughs> She has no pictures of her dog, no pictures at work. She's ruthless. No, it's just her <laughs> on vacation in her bags. And her goes, all you see is her on her Instagram. That's the 1942 girl. The, the closet girl, she might post a picture of moms occasionally. She posts the Thanksgiving pictures on the story, maybe not on this the feed. classic. I love this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the story, like, that's the difference. Okay, so is those the only three? Is there not another tequila or girl? Yeah, you got the Patron girls. What are that? You got the Don Julio, the Patron girls. <laughs> Tell us about that. I the want the truth! You want to know about the Patron girls? Go to the Inland Empire. <laughs> What's there? Tell <laughs> private talk. For those private talk listeners out there who haven't been to the Shout out to the Inland Ali. Ali. They be trapping out there. <laughs> <laughs> they got the trap. Tell, tell us what's trap. going Shout out to my niggas getting money in the IE, man. Okay, all right. Is that the last classification? Uh, you got, uh, yeah, you know, the Patron and Don Julio. Wait, bro. what is oh, Jose Cuervo? I don't really rock with the Jose Cuervo. So you don't fuck with those Yeah, they girls. like to fight and shit. Mm, yeah. Patron girls like to fight too, but it's like they like to fight for a purpose. <laughs> it's like they fighting a girl that they found out was fucking you that, like a few days ago. <laughs> so that's <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't down with it and yeah, it was like it was her best friend yeah. and then it just got way more escalated and, and because then- she's the cos the uh the the cos the casamigos girl the patron girl no she could whoop her ass oh gets down yeah. like that yeah I like this little ratchet world that, that we live in, that in the tequila help, world. Did that help describe it a little bit? It does. I'm a very okay. visual person, so I'm like putting all these pieces together. And I hope out there, private talk, you are too, because I'm visually stimulated right now. For sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. What was your first sexual experience like? Do you remember? Can you tell us? Man. Um. You want to give me a little time? Was it that long ago? When was your first sexual experience? I think I was like... That was a long time ago. And, oh, man, I never told this story. I'm going to tell it. So there was this girl that lived by a church that I used to go to with my mom, right? So my mom was, like, heavy in the church or whatever. So there was this girl who used to live up the street. So sometimes we would leave from church while my mom would be at choir rehearsal or whatever and just no play outside or whatever. So one day we went to her house while like her parents and my parents was at choir rehearsal. 
And it was the first time I got hit. Head. How yeah. was that feeling? Was it like, describe um, it. I think as a nine-year-old. But now that you've like obviously experienced it, like whatever, was it like out-of-body experience? No, nah, it was more so like, or was it like unbelievable tab- as a nine-year-old because it's like, it's like you see the shit on TV. Was this another nine-year-old girl? Yeah, she was the same age. So how did, did this continue to happen for a while, or is it like did you escalate into nah, anything it, crazier? Like that was the only time it happened. She ended up moving like a month later, like to a whole another. Yeah, I was mad as shit because I ain't getting no head again until <laughs> I was You had like no one 14. else to play this game. With yeah, you. I was, <laughs> shit. I was there was mad a drop from nine to fourteen. Man, I was mad as fuck, man. I was fucking trying to find her for about three years straight. Facebook. No finding. They didn't have Facebook then. Then I found this one girl who was like, uh, you know how, how they used to have a party line back in the day? I had this party one girl line. I met on the party line. What's a party line? You don't remember the party line? No. I mean, I'm from Texas, so I don't know if we had a party line. It's I don't like really Clubhouse know. from the past. Okay, explain it to us. I know how So you know what Clubhouse is, Yeah, right? but how do you do it if the, if the so technology... So the party line was like a phone number that you dial into, right? And it'd be different rooms. Or whatever, then you could like dial this extension and be in this room with different people. So would you have to know the people's extension to go yeah. in that room? Oh. So I used to know this one girl. I never heard. When of I that. was like thirteen, she was like a freak. She used to be in the party line, <laughs> like fingering herself, <laughs> just like moaning on the phone and shit. And you on as thirteen, you on the phone, like, like oh, oh my shit. god, yes, like, oh, you hyped up. But uh, yeah, I was a little horny ass bastard. So you watched a lot of porn. Not a lot. Um, I actually got a like a lot of girls like who used to want to like do shit, like film it. Shit? I just didn't know at the time because I was so young. I did I wasn't like experienced with sex, so I didn't know how to go about it. So I used to like finger girls too rough or something like that. Or like, is that what they told you? How do you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, they said it was too. Rough. Well, they never said nothing. But, then but how do you me know? knowing now. Mm. <laughs> were they running away then, from the fingers? I'm pretty sure they was just like, ooh. Especially little boys at that time, I'm sure it's dirty. Yeah, you don't really know what dirty. you're doing. And you like, you new to it. It's a new hey, thing. It's all about, you know, experiencing it all. For sure. It's an experience. Like, you got to go through it. It's like anything in life. The more you do it, you get better at it. That's why I did porn. I'm <laughs> so I, had a, I have a question about that before we go to the next question. You did porn and you said you was married. So I always wondered. What is it like being married doing porn? Well, normally I let you have your question at the end, but for you, I will let you do it right now. Okay. What's married and doing porn? Well, for me personally, it was a little different in a couple of things. That I'll answer it always. But so the person I married was in porn. Oh, that's different. So that there's that. That doesn't you know answer I mean? my question. Well, it still does. That's what I'm saying to a point where it's like, you, we openly, like, we knew what we were doing getting into it, obviously. We're both doing, he was doing it before me. But then when you progress your relationship, I think sometimes people could still have an okay with that, and some people don't. It's just, to me, it was so a part what, of So my did you guys business. meet doing a porn? Um, We didn't meet doing a porn. We met, like, on a porn set. It was, like, a party kind of atmosphere. That's how I first met him. But, yeah, I mean, the industry itself is, like, it's really small. It's like a small little group of people, you know what I mean, that you see the, all the time from parties to the events, things that go on. So, 
but yeah, we met at something like that first. I always wondered that because somebody asked me that one time. Like, it's just different. I just think that for me, for my personal and my relationship, it was about communication. We both were in it, but we also told each other what we liked, what we didn't like, and what we were okay with and our boundary levels. So the business was never an issue for us in that level. Some people, you know, like I said, with their one person's in it and one person's not, sometimes people tend to change their views when feelings starting to heighten and sometimes it just doesn't work. One more question. How do you separate your feelings from work and how do you not let work become your feelings? Um, because work is work. You know, the same thing is like for me when I was doing porn. But what if it's just somebody that's just like giving it? But I mean, they do. For me, I'm I'm a sexual, or at the time, you know, I haven't done porn in forever. But the way that my views have not changed is, I was I'm a sexual athlete. How I decide to do my job and do my job, I'm gonna do it the best I can because I wanna. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go all the way. What's the point of doing something mediocre and just not being good at what you do? The same way you are with your craft. Yeah. So it's you know, even though it's different industries, it's still relatively all the same. You know, theory of how you think of it and your, your mindset. It's it's the same animalistic trait i'm a sexual athlete that's what my job is is to have sex and do good scenes for people to have orgasms have relationships with have other you people ever developed feelings for someone through a film well i got married in the industry you know what but I mean? you met him at a party i did but we did do scenes we didn't like at that point when we met we didn't really get together right away so i started doing scenes we did i mean obviously it's kind of like the easy route where you fuck them first to see if it's good and then if not and then the, the relationship gotcha. comes in it afterwards so it's kind gotcha. of like i don't know if that's at the time, I thought it was the best of both worlds, but it's not really always the case because I am divorced. But, you know, things happen. And it wasn't Gosh. definitely wasn't the industry what was the force of what made us not be together at the end. But it's manageable Gosh. if you have the mindset of knowing that it's just, it's not emotional, it's just physical. And if until emotion gets involved in it is when it becomes a level of something that I can tolerate. That's dope. That's dope to know. I always wanted that. You just taught me something today. Thank You're you. welcome. You learn something new every day. Every day. Sure. <laughs> uh, ace. Of? Spades. Spades is a naughty question, which we're all a little Jesus naughty. Jesus Christ. My favorite. <laughs> um, okay, let's see how naughty you can get. Mm. Mm. Weirdest sexual experience. In the backseat of a car while her friend was driving. Was her friend watching? From the rearview mirror, yeah. Did that turn you on? Nah, because the friend wasn't that cute. Mm, so if she was a cute friend? Yeah, well, you probably would have invited her to be a part of it. If she was cuter. If yeah. she, <laughs> but I don't know if she would have allowed that. Have you ever used a toy on a girl while during sex? Yeah. What kind? Um, a fucking vibrator a vibrator yeah. i don't know i don't use sex or sex toys in my sexual experience really? i don't for me i feel like i don't know it's because i've done a lot uh, of things yeah, in you porn. really do this i like you know but even in porn we didn't really implement toys and fucking so you can make yourself horny yeah i can't you anybody can it's an I know I can. It's an emotion. Most I mean, it's, women it's can. A, nah, I don't know. I feel like most women hold back most, to, let me because say, they let me don't say want this. to let me give say this. you that. Like most women I've dealt with. Okay, well, <laughs> I should say most I feel, women. That's a broad like thing to say. A lot of women who say that or sometimes don't really experience it for until like later on in life is they hold back. They don't want to let you have that part of them because they give you all of them, which makes no sense. Me, if I'm fucking, then I'm gonna I'm gonna come. Jesus. Christ. I'm not a robot. It's the why it's there. It's supposed to make you feel good. 
that's also why now I can't just have sex to have sex. I, I think of it differently now because of me being in porn, not doing it, and being in a different like space and where my life is and where direction I want it to be. Yeah. That's uh that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I have a backseat of a car. Have you ever made a woman squirt? Yeah. Are you the squirt king? Uh I've made some girls squirt myself and I've made some men I'd jealous say couldn't. Squirt feral. Squirt <laughs> 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 <Squirt> feral. <laughs> Never heard that one before, but I like that. I book. wouldn't say the king. You know? Not the king. Um, but I you but you get it done. What what makes someone the squirt king? I would um, have to know what that means to say. Ah, uh, you know, I was just king. throwing it out there. The title, I don't really know what it makes one or not. Like is the squirt like, king? Maybe like that every happens. time you have sex, you just make someone squirt. Yes. No, I I'm not the that. squirt king then. Okay, Feral. Yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably the cum king. The cum king. Yeah. Every time, do you think a girl's ever faked it with you? No. How would you know? Because I felt it. You felt it? Mm. Mm. There's some good bakers in the world. No, uh, I don't think, no, I don't think. Like, <laughs> Are you reminiscing and all like the, your No, I'm, I'm saying like, I don't think you can fake something when you feel it. When I'm saying feel it, I'm talking about like you can physically feel it on you. But girls can squeeze their pelvic muscles and they're ke- basically called Kegels. I ain't never felt nobody squeeze a Kegel. Never? But you're messing with the wrong girls. Like, I'm saying to, to, to come. I've Everyone never, in this room I've never is now dumber it. for having listened to it. Kegels is the way to be. No, I know. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I'm saying, like, yes, it's been girls who've, like, been riding me, and I could feel them squeezing it. So how do you feel I've it, never, then? How does I've it feel when a girl comes? Uh, Explain to Private Talk how it feels when a girl comes to you, shit. Simba. Honestly, every time a girl comes. <laughs> Don't make sure. I want the truth. We want to know how it feels. This <laughs> shit hurt. It hurt. Yeah. Why does it hurt? He <laughs> grabbing your back, <laughs> like they be fucking like, fucking like try to hug you, hella like. So that's what makes squeezing you, realize you and fucking that like pushing themselves <laughs> up on you, hella hard. Like that shit be kind of hurting. Do you feel like you're getting the life squeezed out of you? Sometimes. <laughs> I feel sorry. I mean, I feel like Sometimes. I feel like you need a hug. <laughs> I had a girl like just look me in the face and just scream. Like, scream? Yeah. Why'd she scream? Just scream. What are you doing to these girls? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dickmatizing them, screaming. I mean, you know, every everybody's different. Everybody's different. All right, private talk. Let's get to this. Keep giving me all these aces, man. They're all aces, I told you from the beginning. The suits are just different. So that's going to be clubs, and that's going to be a kinky question. Has anybody used fruit, or have you used fruit or any food on um, a woman? Yeah. What has it been? Uh, strawberries. What do you do with Grapes. Them? What do they do with the grapes? Like um, that whole, like, whipped cream and, like, that type of situation? Nobody's grapefruited you? Me, personally, I've never done nothing with the fruit i've had things done to me that they said they like to do with the fruit what did they do to you and what fruit did they use just like like i said strawberries and just chocolate and whipped cream did they do the whole grapefruit experience i never had the grapefruit experience do you know what the grapefruit is i've seen it i've seen it and um I've heard it's a great thing. (laughs) your tone load i've never seen it i've never experienced it (laughs) 
hey, there's still time for you. I feel like you should tell your life partner that it's time to grapefruit it up. Hey, man. We'll you know, sometimes see. you got to spice up things in their, you know, the relationship. Not that there even needs to be spicing up of, but it's just good to be, if you feel that comfortable enough with somebody to elevate your sexual experiences with doing stuff that you feel comfortable with. Yeah, sometimes, you know. Is there anything that you would, like, say, like, if a girl, a female, like, your partner, sexual partner, asked you to do that, you would be completely like, hell no. See, you, see, <laughs> she's tricky. <laughs> Why am I, I figure her out. I figure her out. You ask these broad questions. That's very difficult to answer. Because I'm going to say the same thing. It depends on what she's asking. I don't know how to say okay, but we're, yes we're, or no. We're depending generalizing on, it. You know, it's a hypothetical situation. Like if someone asks me to stick my feet in their ass. <laughs> and, and, and Is that something that's been requested? I'm not doing that. But like, has somebody a, asked you something in your sexual experiences like that you've been like, nah, I'm not no, doing it. I've never been asked nothing that I wouldn't do. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. But if someone, there's things people could ask. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, so when you if, ask that if question. You put, if, you, if someone's asking you, hey, put your foot in my ass, you're not doing I it. I can't do that. What about if they ask you to fist them? I don't think I could do that. No. See? N- n- hold on. Depends <laughs> on where they're asking me to fist them. Oh, what do you mean? Like which hole or yeah. like what environment? <laughs> There's a lot of no, two. Now hole? who's being broad? Which hole? I'm not putting my fist in nobody's ass. But I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But you'd fist a pussy? Maybe. Have you? No. Mouth. You fisted a mouth. No. But you're open to it. Uh, you wouldn't say no. It's not off the table. Maybe. You're so like, I'm not, you know. <laughs> I'm just a person like, we got to get there to see. Because I don't so know. So that's why I say you're open. Yeah, like I don't like, know. You know, and that's I, I know what I won't do. Like, I'm not going to put a, I'm not going to put a strap on on. And I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's not you know something that makes I'm not put, letting nobody put no strap on on me. As you know I what I'm saying? It. I'm not doing none of that. Good. It doesn't turn you know what I mean? Mind. But as far as putting a fist in someone's mouth, like, that don't sound like. That to Nothing me, too crazy. But that to me doesn't sound gr- fun. That's why yeah, for it me don't it's sound like, fun at all. Like you know what I mean. But it don't sound like putting my fist in your ass. I'm not saying I want you to. I'm just saying there's people that are into no, that. No, I'm not fetish. saying you. I'm just saying in general, it yeah. doesn't sound like like if you having sex with somebody and they like. Imagine if you just having sex, right? It's just like just going great. She's like, put your fist in my mouth. That don't sound that bad. But if okay, she's like, but what put if put your fist in my ass? What if you're fucking like, her whoa. in the ass, and you're fucking her in the ass, and she's like, just put your fist in, in fist to me. I'm not yeah, saying this know. even happens, but it's the same situation. <laughs> oh no! I don't know how we got fa- so far down this fisting hole, but you're trying to prove a point that I don't. No, know. my point was it's very vague. You don't know. You where don't to know. Stop. The question you asked is very broad because. It's depending on... But that's how we get to know you. Which route are you going to take? It, it depends on who you're dealing Which with. Which hole are you taking in this route? I'm not putting my fist in nobody's ass. <laughs> you heard it here, Private Talk. No fisting. We're not doing that. Ever. That's out. All right. Ace of Diamonds. It's a spicy question. All right. You're like, fuck, how many of these fucking questions? <laughs> we went from... 
uh, dirty to kinky to spicy. It's romantic, kinky, spicy, oh, naughty. Romantic. And you picked them, so it was your order. I'm just gotcha. here for you. Gotcha. Private talk, I hope you're liking this episode. Simba is giving us all the details, all the, you know, all the things that no one's ever heard. And that's why I think this is going to be the best because sometimes we just got to let our fans know. For sure. That all Definitely. sides of you. Definitely. Are you having fun doing Truth or Texas? I love it. Is it too crazy for you? I love your show. Have I made you uh, speechless yet again or no? No, you made me comfortable. Okay, I like that. See, at the end, we're supposed to be friends, and yeah. I appreciate you liking the show. And um, but This is how shit's supposed to be. I feel like we've lived in the era of, like, cliche shit. You know what I mean? People want to know what's up. Like, I'm with it. I'm with it, too. So we talked earlier about, you said, the craziest place you had sex, and I had to pause you. But now it's that time. We want to know the craziest place you've ever had sex here in Private Talk. Didn't I say it? No, because I thought we talked about the experience, but not the craziest place. Um, the weirdest oh, place right, you said right. it was with the, the back of the car. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Craziest place. Are um, you like a public like type of person where you have that fear of getting caught? Like, nah, like I've had sex like on the hood of my car before, but like, like at a park. At a park. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't think that's the crazy. But that's not like like a whole like adrenaline thing. Like you're not a part of the Mile High Club. You never did like anything crazy like that. No, nah, I never had sex on a plane or nothing, or like a train. Uh, Trains, uh, planes, and video shoot. Video shoot. Out in the open. It wasn't in the open. Gang bang situation. Have you ever been in one? I'm not with that shit. I don't like. I don't um, see that for you. I feel like you're either one to two, you know. you. I could do the threesome with two girls. Um, I, can't, I can't do the one girl, like two dudes, just like, I ain't with that shit. Well, no, shit. like what if it's like you and five girls? That's a gangbang. Now, what are we doing? Fucking. How do you fuck five girls at once? You can't. They got to do stuff, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, that's thing, cool. You know, it's like a, it's a participation. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. It's not like, you know, you're playing Twister. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. everyone's doing Oh, that's cool. Own. I'm not with the whole, like, run a train on a girl thing. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Like, that shit. Be Have like, you ever done that with your friends? No, I don't like that shit. No. I've never been that way. I've had, like, I feel like two girls in a room. And I've been like fucking with one. My homie will walk in and start fucking with the other one, but they'll go off and do their own thing. I've yeah. never been on no like. I feel like it's. I find it rather degrading myself. Yeah, like I'm like not that really shit. into. I feel like I'm one to like. I don't know. And it sounds silly, but like respect and like being into each other, yeah, doing your own thing. Like but like that shit. That shit I don't is know. like. But to each his own. Some people like that. But it's just that shit is like some weird perverted shit. I don't like that shit. So if you had a choice between blowjobs or sex for the rest of your life, you can only have one. Yeah, I what would knew it be? you was gonna ask this question. <laughs> I knew you prepared. You did your homework. Jesus, <laughs> that's a tough answer. That's a very <laughs> tough answer. Private talk. What do you think it's gonna be? Simba? That's a very <laughs> tough answer. Here, I feel like this seems. <laughs> What's it going to be? Is it going to be blowjobs for the rest of your life? Or is it going to be sex for the rest of your life? You have to pick one and your time is now, Simba. What's it going to be? Sex. Sex. I mean, I... Because... Why? Tell us. Tell us more. Here's why I say that. I feel like I would be selfish to say a blowjob. Because at least with sex, we both getting something out of it. I feel like this is 
<laughs> this is such like, you're, it's a safe answer. It's always, you're on this like neutral, like you're Switzerland with your sex life. <laughs> Not <laughs> like, I feel like. I'm just saying like, if you getting bloat, cause how many times, my nigga right here. How many times you didn't got a blowjob and it been He's like. He's phoning a friend a private talk. Man, turn that shit around. Come here. You know what I'm saying? Like, a good blowjob will make you be like, man, I want to fuck. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't just say, but some good vagina might not make you say, I want a blowjob. You know what I'm saying? You might just stay in it. So I would rather just go with sex. Fucking. Yeah. Fucking for the win. See? It happens sometimes, even though we have to make hard choices. I gave you those details so you wouldn't feel I was being neutral. <laughs> okay, thank you. Because it was very Switzerland with all of your answers. No, I was just, I was just trying You're to You're like, explain. if we all can't have an orgasm, we can't do this together. No, no sir. I'm not sometimes saying you just that. need to get you. I'm just saying for the rest of your life. That's, like, a, that's why it was a big question. You needed to answer it truthfully. Like, imagine if you just got just like the thickest, just, just some bad <laughs> shit in front of your face. And she's just going to work on you. And you could never... Fuck her. You could just have she's, her. She's That's greasing it. the corn. <laughs> greasing the she's corn. She's greasing the corn. And you just looking at the ass from back there like. Damn. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I got to try this out. <laughs> I don't want to just fill your mouth. Hey. But I liked it. You, you answered respectfully. You gave it to me. You, you rebuted the Switzerland. We're back in action. I hope you've <laughs> had Swiss Army fun knife. on Private Talk. Is there anything that you would like to tell Private Talk out there? Or any projects you have coming up? Anything that you loved, hated the show, that you're going to come back? You're going to give us a freestyle here at Private Talk. What What can you do for us? Um, I like what you just said. I like what you just said. So I think what we should do is, how about... First off, I love private talk, so I will be back. I like that. We'll be back. So I think when I come back, how about we bring some female porn stars that want to rap? Are there female porn stars that want to rap? I know a few. I don't know. <laughs> but I know a few. <laughs> but what do we want them to rap with you? Or no, do a we'll freestyle? rap about sex. Oh, rap about sex? Why can't you rap about the private talk podcast? Because we need women in here to rap about it. Mm, I'm a woman, though. It can't just be me and you. Mm, I we need like... other guests. So you need to do it to be in, like, in a situational situation. Yeah. I just don't know those pri- those those porn star rappers, but I will get something together. I will I'll figure put you it in out. Touch with them. You can do all of that. We'll make or it happen. They don't even have to be porn stars that want to rap. How about porn stars that's interested in rap? Okay, I feel like we should just make it even like Instagram girls. I feel like I'm not someone that we put us cool. pigeonholed in a situation. I no longer do porn. That's why I feel like I don't know the ones that want to rap currently, okay. but I'm still with That's the cool. culture of it all. Instagram I know girls. what That's it is. Cool. But it, it could be, we're, we're all But they have presence. to be open to the show. We can't have this stuck up bougie girl. Nobody, nobody stuck up and bougie that ever comes on this private okay, talk. Okay, perfect. You know? We have to, you know, we're about vibes. We're about energy. We're about good, 
good vibrations but we will figure this out for sure i definitely love your you know your project that came out i i'm excited to listen to the last part of it the first you know actually i listened more to three songs it was if you said six and i was definitely at six at the ty dollar song was the one where halfway through halfway through for sure but yes thank you for coming on and being so candid and being honest about all of your sexual endeavors and all the things that you have coming on once again let us know where we can find you on your instagram definitely find me at the real symbol on all platforms symbol with a Y S Y M B A. Uh check out Don't Run From Rap and make sure y'all fuck with my dog Alexis Texas on the Private Talk Podcast. That's right, Private Talk. You heard him. Thank you for tuning in and I hope that you liked this episode. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.